0: You're listening to Healthcare Now Radio. Stand by for This Just In, the latest in healthcare innovation and technology trends with your HIT advisor, Justin Barnes.
1: Thank you for tuning in and welcome to This Just In. I'm your host... Justin Barnes. In these half-hour segments, I'll bring you the latest advancements in healthcare, innovation, public policy, and strategy. For this month, we're going to focus our shows on the marketplace innovation for the first few weeks, and then shift over to growth capital strategies for entrepreneurs and young companies for the latter weeks. So for today, I'm very excited about my next guest, Joshua Titus. Joshua is the CEO of the indoor positioning and wayfinding company, Gozio Health, and As Joshua told me, that's spelled Gozio, G-O-Z-I-O. I I met Joshua down at uh, Georgia Tech's Advanced Technology Development Center about six months ago. And for everybody here in the southeast, it's the ATDC. I think we all all know that, certainly from uh, this neighborhood. Um, But uh, the ATDC invited Joshua and Gozio to join as uh, an exclusive select company, And when we saw their technology, we were all just blown away. All the entrepreneurs and residents and the uh, catalysts there were just uh, blown away. So welcome, Joshua. Thanks for joining today. Justin, thanks for having us, Tim. Happy to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Thanks, you, buddy. So um, before we dive into your really cool innovation and a lot that you showed uh, the uh, the ATDC in the early days, um, you have a very intriguing story and something that uh, is talked about a little bit, certainly among the circles here uh, in Atlanta, because you – Left the valley, Silicon Valley to mm-hmm. move to atlanta that 's right um, to start the company, so I mean just that in itself why what what in Atlanta did you like and did you see, and you know currently, what do you see and what do you like? Well, Silicon Valley was fantastic for a lot of reasons the weather um,
0: the innovation, the spirit. Uh, however, I had family in Atlanta, and the reason I came back originally seven years ago was to be close to that family and um once i got back here and realized that you know i wanted to pursue some entrepreneurial opportunities and i realized that there was um that that idea And mindset wasn't just me; Uh, it was also Georgia Tech, and then in fact that there were entire buildings around it, ATDC being one of them, where they do nothing but entrepreneur technology development. And so the idea that I wasn't alone here in Atlanta Mm -hmm. with the ideas that I had enjoyed in in the Bay Area uh, was really invigorating for me. And so Gozo Health was, uh, you know, how I uh, chose to participate in that community here.
1: Very cool. So tell me about. You know, what's down in Tech Square where your office is? And what about the quality of life that you get here in Atlanta and the Southeast and, you know, some of the other reasons?
0: Well, again, like I said, you know, hard to beat the weather in the Bay Area. It's really, really awesome. Uh, However, um, you know, real estate prices are so high and especially in terms of starting a a company. To be heard above the noise there, you know, just a tremendous number, amount of noise and and money flying around that to have an idea like we had for Gozio Health and to get it off the ground is extremely difficult. Um, In Atlanta, um, I'm able to find extremely uh, talented individuals. I can be heard when I have an idea that is interesting. Um, and these people are just as skilled as anywhere else, and they're happy to jump in with us and uh, make this company a success. So really, it was the key combination of the tech skills that are required, the mm-hmm. personalities required, uh required, your ability to be heard, to acquire talent, to keep talent. Um, so all of those things kind of combined
1: to well, land is a great place to start a tech company. <laughs> Very cool. Very true. So we hear a lot about funding. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and also access to uh, to resources and even access to networking. So, what have you found? What kind of community you know reception have you received for Gozio?
0: So, we raised the majority of our money in Atlanta, and I found Excellent. that the the angel scene in particular is alive and well here. Um, a lot of people wanted to hear what we were doing, uh, even if they didn't invest. They wanted they were interested, um, and if they weren't interested this round, they said, "You know, come back for the next round. Let's talk again." So I thought that the the angel scene, at least, which is as far as I've, I've gone so mm-hmm. far with Gozia, uh, alive and kicking. I uh,
1: really enjoyed it. Excellent. What about networking and meeting other companies, other CEOs? I mean, that's certainly one of the benefits of being down at the ATDC, but, um, but what have you experienced? Uh, you know, for the company, ATDC has a lot of benefits. For me personally, as a CEO, I find one of the biggest,
0: uh, the largest benefits is is that. It's the camaraderie. It's the, hey, I can close the door. It's confidential. What are you guys seeing here? Mm. Um, what did you guys do when you were here? So guys who are a little bit ahead of me can sort of um, help me understand what to expect next. Also, uh, people who are coming in behind me, I can help out with similar things. So it's that camaraderie and that shared feeling that, hey, we're we're sort of in this together, even though we may be doing uh, different products, different companies, um it's just that, um, like I said, camaraderie that really makes it uh, special for me personally.
1: Yeah, I noticed that the uh, ATDC, but a lot of the incubators, but certainly ATDC, uh, they do a very good job of bringing the CEOs together. I believe they do it actually every Friday mm-hmm. uh, around noon. So That's right. We have the CEO roundtable at noon. The door shuts. Everything's confidential, and you sort of lay
0: it out and uh, – Brainstorm what you're seeing. Um, Share, for instance, uh, you know, uh, someone was out in California recently looking at raising some money. He came back and shared his experience, compared in contrast to Atlanta, gave some advice. uh, Just invaluable uh, information gets exchanged, uh, you know, completely free and open. So it's it's really valuable to me.
1: Very, very cool. Yeah, actually, I think in February, um, March uh, of this year, I'm going to start a CEO breakfast Mm. roundtable. I think even bring some of those CEOs and put them on the air. Maybe once a month or so to to uh, um, talk about their businesses, but um, from a networking standpoint, Atlanta is just extremely strong. Certainly in our world of, of healthcare and health IT, and so um, you know the camaraderie, the collaboration, uh, the partnership. You have different companies, different uh, tracks, and even strategies, but very supportive of each other.
0: That, that's that's absolutely true, and and I, and I find it. Um Many places I turn, you know, from from the law firm that we use, mm-hmm. they want to make Atlanta the health IT capital. When I talk to uh, people who are involved with the city and development there, um, ATDC, Georgia Tech, so everywhere I turn, it feels like everyone sort of has the same mantra: we want to be better, we want to make this the healthcare capital, and they're willing to do our healthcare IT capital, and they're willing to help you out if they can. And it's really
1: uh, it's awesome to have that support. No, very true. I remember about six years ago, Metro Atlanta Chamber. Department of Economic Development and Georgia Tech came together, and we worked with a community to create uh, the whole campaign and really do the uh, the view um, outwards of of what do we have as, re- as resources and assets in the Atlanta, metro Atlanta area. And that was over 250 to 300 health IT companies. And mm. so that's really where we became the health IT capital of America, because there's no one that has that breadth and depth of companies. But then you also go to valuation. I mean, I want to say we're Four billion dollars in companies around that, just in the uh, uh, Metro Atlanta area of health IT companies. Wow! So, pretty phenomenal opportunity, um, just in health IT. So now, d- let's dive in a little bit to Gozio. From what we saw okay. at ATDC, why you became a select company? At, you know, it's a very exclusive um, uh, position within Georgia Tech and within the incubator, the ATDC incubator and accelerator. So, tell us about your innovation.
0: Well. You know, when I was in Silicon Valley, what I was working on, um, among other things, were the mobile devices that we're using today and the low-level technology that's inside of them. And while that was fun, uh, being part of a 100-person hundred, a hundred team worldwide, you know, it was uh, definitely interesting, a lot of hard problems to solve. However, I really wanted to do something that was more digestible by a small team and an application of this hardware, right? So I know the the greasy underside of this hardware, but how can we actually apply this to a real-world problem? And so what we uh, focused in on and have innovated on is the ability to use uh, these smartphones that we all carry today and the sensors that are on them, to have that phone locate itself indoors with an accuracy of better than six feet. And that's using just the sensors on the phone. So, um, you know, we're like, wow, this is amazing technology. This is really cool that it works. Where the heck could we use this, right? And we looked at different verticals. Um, You know, immediately comes to mind, you know, museums and shopping malls and um, sports stadiums. But what we found was that the most uh, acute pain and the one that we thought we could address most directly uh, was in hospitals. And so that's where we chose to, the health in Gozio Health, and um, we chose to apply this technology to helping the visitor uh, and the visitor experience when they arrive at a hospital for a visit. Very cool. How
1: did the name Gozio come to
0: fruition? Gozio is completely made up. <laughs> and when, I, when I mentioned that to our attorney, he said, well, uh, yeah, the, the Gozio family may disagree about that, but yes, otherwise, um, we wanted a name that incensed uh, or that uh, imparted a sense of emotion of going somewhere and the gozio um you know it was on the list early on and uh at the end of the the month of thinking through it gozio was the top of the list and we we liked it and uh it's uh, it's worked out good for us. We, we've it's grown on us, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so that became Gozia. But no particular meeting behind it, other than, and anyone who's had a startup will know this: finding .dot com names that are available, <laughs> things that aren't trademarked. It, it's you, you spend more time than you right. really should thinking about such things. So we're happy we landed on Gozia. I uh, I completely
1: agree. So and I I certainly understand the strategy between you know going uh, going after hospitals mm-hmm. and health systems and accountable care organizations. And certainly the labyrinth of uh, facilities that they have um, going on. However, it's a very difficult market to break into. It's a, there are very long sales cycles. It's, it's, uh, it's tough to grow a business in that market. Um, obviously, many, 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 many people have, uh, and it's a wonderful market to play And I've been here for almost 20, over 20 years now. But tell me about the features that are driving your growth in hospitals and health systems and ACOs. What are the features that you have that mm-hmm. you're breaking through and getting great tra- uh, track record in, uh, in progress that you are? Features of the platform, uh, especially ones that appeal to
0: hospitals. Uh, you know, I think probably it's going to be, uh, if I were to boil it down, it, it really is the, the, the raw technology at some level. It's the idea that we can use this sensor fusion technology to come up with accuracy uh, of better than six feet. And you know while the tech by itself is like okay wow this is this is neat it's once you have that what you can generate from it, the experience the fluid motion g p s like indoor experience you can generate once you have that technology um are really what attract people to us and make the demos sort of the, the wow moment. So when I hand this to an administrator in a hospital and they run through or walk through and one ended up skipping through down in Gainesville, it was really funny. <laughs> uh, but in general, it's that, it, that wow experience. Um, and it's the low-level technology that allows us to provide that. Um, you know the fact that we carry you from your house to the correct parking garage into the point of care and back again—all those things are are good as well. But it's really the low-level technology that lets us um, deliver that sort of experience that we that we build on. That's that's the core nugget, and we've we've built out our value proposition on top of that.
1: But it's really the
0: core technology that's the main benefit.
1: So I, in this process of being down there or at the ADC with you and learning mm-hmm. more and kind of just again being blown away by your innovation and your technology, you also. You either you founded the idea or you built it, the whole iBeacon. I know Apple works with the iBeacon, but you use this new beacon technology. So tell me about that, because it's pretty fascinating the way you can really reduce costs overall for these health systems. That's right. Um, one thing that we knew early on
0: was that if we came into healthcare in, in particular and said, hey, we have this huge infrastructure build out that you need know, and this is specific to the iPhones and uh, iPads, um, is Bluetooth low energy. So we developed our own. Bluetooth low-energy beacons that we can place strategically throughout the hospital, and that allows the iPhones and iPads to have the exact same fluid GPS experience that the Android phones have. Um, Now, this is what we started, you know, probably a year and a half, two years ago, this technology. We have a couple patents we feel really, really good about, by the way, uh, in that area. Um, Since then, Apple's come out with iBeacon. And really, it's Bluetooth Low Energy. It's the same sort of thing. And, and, and in a way, while at first we may have been a little bit disappointed, like, well, well, great, they're going to steal our thunder, you know, 20 seconds later, we realized, no, 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 they're doing all the marketing for us. This right. has gotten very easy now. Um, so we do support uh, Bluetooth Low Energy, and we do leverage it for the, the iPhone devices. Um, and these are just uh, – and, and, again, I, you're going to have to kick me under the table here because I'll, I'll go deep on the technology – Amazing, amazing devices. They are so low power that it can run for on a AA battery, um, you know, three years. We even have a version that is um, and is part of our, our patent portfolio that we've uh, we have filed. Is the fact that they can run off of just using a small solar cell. The indoor light, the ambient light inside a hospital is enough that this thing will. You put it on the wall, it runs forever. I mean, in about a hospital, you know, the lights are always on. So, uh, <laughs> so we true. take advantage of that. So a lot of uh, innovation and you know, we're just scratching the surface. There's going to be so much that we get to do once we get inside and understand more about the exact needs that I think we we are today, where GPS was 15 years ago when it was first connected with a smartphone. No one ever imagined. You know, they they saw latitude, longitude, and were, you know, declared victory. They never would have imagined the Ubers and the ways and all the things that we use them for today without right. even thinking about it. And I think we're at the same point today uh, with indoor positioning and, and happy to be here, yeah.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, this is what I'm – so I'm sure my audience can can now see and understand why I kind of got excited and certainly the uh, the ATDC and all the entrepreneurs down there when we heard what Gozio is doing. It's not just about what you're doing with the phone but then also the beacon technologies, how you're really going to transform a lot of where healthcare uh, is going. And that's kind of – it's just extremely exciting, certainly if you want to be on the innovative uh, and entrepreneurial side of this market. So – I get the features, and, you know, you really blew a lot of us away with the features, and I've seen this even in action in hospitals and health systems, but tell us about the benefits specifically, because uh, you, I mean, you, you address everything from account, uh, from uh, meaningful use to even accountable care strategies, patient engagement, patient satisfaction, um, uh, the whole entire patient experience, but then also the Care provider experience, employees' uh, experience, mm-hmm. which are all critically important to the ecosystem of a hospital and a healthcare system. So, tell us about these benefits. Um, that, that's right, and you, you probably hit two thirds of them right off the bat there. Um,
0: and again, I'd love to claim that we just thought up all of these these great benefits, but really, this has been an ongoing conversation with hospitals. Hey, we have this great technology. Help us understand how how we can use it to solve problems that you have. Smart. Um, And some that came out really early, uh, and this number still boggles my mind, you know, 150 billion healthcare dollars a year wasted on missed and late appointments. So if I can hold your hand and remind you, hey, it's time to get going. The traffic looks kind of bad. Take you down the interstate, get you parked in the correct parking garage, right? The green, not the blue. Remember where you park, take you into your point of care, and then back again that's going to reduce missed and late appointments. And this is such a huge number that I moved the needle a 10%. It's a meaningful number. And so that was, that was the most obvious one. You know, we help people navigate the system. Um, another one that you mentioned was the um, uh, HCAP scores mm-hmm. or HCAP results. If a person has a, a bad experience at the hospital, they they, they got lost, they um, – Which happens showed, a lot. <laughs> showed, up, showed up late and then yeah, the appointment which was rebooked. Um, you know, lots of lots of issues that we can we can avoid that would yeah. affect uh, an HCAP result. More importantly, around HCAPs, something that we can bring to bear on this issue is the fact that today the HCAP survey comes back to the hospital. You know, six to eight weeks after the actual event, so you're really it's really a lagging indicator. Right. And so, by using surveys that are are presented to people at timely um, portions of their of their visit so when you sit back down in your car hey how do we do today anything we can do better and if you're unhappy you know give us a number we can call you back at very quickly you're going to understand if things aren't going well that day you're going to understand the parking garage is causing problems and get it fixed right as opposed to waiting six weeks so so we like that that you can learn about the negative aspects more quickly but we also think it locks in the positive side if you had a great experience and when you sit in your car and you go that wasn't bad and you give us five stars that day when your survey arrives six weeks later, you know, maybe on the other side of your hospital bill, by the way, right? <laughs> you remember, you know, I gave them five on the day of. I should be true to that. So we feel that that sort of locks in the positive. So HCAP is another thing that, that hospitals have said and this is really valuable to us. Um, the other one is uh, wayfinding as sort of a hook. Why would I install a mobile app for a hospital visit? Right. It's got to be useful to me it, or, or to a loved one who's going to the hospital and I want to recommend something for them. And we think that wayfinding may be just that that killer app that causes people to say, I would install something if it helps me navigate this process, both figuratively and literally. And by having an app that someone will actually install, I can now drive traffic to, let's say, your um, EHR portal, Mm -hmm. right? So for Meaningful Use too, I can drive traffic to where you want because someone is now using an app with your hospital's picture on the front, right? It's your picture. And so that's uh, the Meaningful Use Stage 2 is another... uh, Important thing that we uh, we think we we have some benefit towards. Um, what's another one? Uh, you mentioned them early on. Um, we're just, I mean, you, yeah, staff interruptions. That's another one, um, right? 30% of people who, who go to a hospital interrupt, not just someone, they interrupt staff for yeah. directions. And I'm sure any doctor or nurse who's ever worn the, a white coat in a hospital knows exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. But that, that, that's a tremendous number of, of interruptions. Um, a small, you know, 350 bed hospital did a survey and I think it ended up being 1.2 million interruptions per year. And what we tie that to is, you know, not only does that affect job quality and the fact that you want to to do the right thing, you want to take this person to make sure they they get to where they want to go, but that interruption actually impacts patient safety. Big time. Uh, 43% of medication errors are due to interruptions in the workplace, and this is a lot of those interruptions. So we think that we can also help out there as well. Um, So, again, we're listening to the hospitals and the problems they have, and we bring this technology to to fix the problems that we can, and this is a short list of what we've uh, come up on so far.
1: Yeah, no, that's why when I even, the very first time I saw your presentation, I got to know more about Gozio. uh, I got really excited because I, you know, I spent a lot of time either on Capitol Hill or in Washington or nationally out there with health systems and patient safety, meaningful use, patient satisfaction, consumerism, navigating that patient experience uh, are are top of the list for a lot of health systems, if not all of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, um, one solution that can actually be a comprehensive strategy for them mm-hmm. is just, you know, a silver bullet. And and again, that's one of the reasons why I got charged. But it was kind of really unique. I know the healthcare system very well. My partners down at the ATDC don't even know healthcare as well, <laughs> but right. they got as jazz as I did. Yeah. So that's kind of what I love. Um, talk about your future roadmap of where really you're going, because uh, you know, just from interacting and and um, working with you down at the ATDC. I know where you are today, Mm -hmm. and I'm very excited about where you are just today. But what are you looking at in the future? What kind of road – what items run your roadmap the next, say, one year to two years out? Well, one, of course, and we knew this going in, one thing that we're going to have to be able to address
0: is the scalability of the solution. So we've come up with things like a robotic platform that helps us to de- deploy this and map the buildings. So mm. how can I do not the the ten hospitals you know that we're working on, but the twenty and the thirty and the fifty behind that? And how can I make this a scalable solution? So so that's the first thing that we're working on. And that's very sort of nuts and bolts, the things that engineers are thinking about on a daily <laughs> basis, right? Um, from the, the the hospital side of things, you know what we're hearing is, you know, you know, Josh, we we, we finally have our, our EHR set up. Um, we're okay for meaningful use, so good. Um, and now we're thinking, we actually need to have a mobile strategy. And what is that mobile strategy going to be? And, and how does, how does your uh, application, your platform fit into that? And what we're just getting to is a very interesting stage where we can actually provide for the hospital um, their mobile solution, their entire mobile strategy can be uh, handled by Gozio. And so that is the stage that we're getting into now, and I think will be for the next probably year um, we'll be fleshing out exactly what that looks like as the experience, the mobile experience for a visitor to the hospital, and that includes the the screen that you have on your on your desk when you check where you're going before you leave. Uh, once you get to the hospital, a kiosk if you were to check it, mm-hmm. a tablet that may be in your in your room, the screen that's in your room. That entire experience we want to tie together as this one sort of homogeneous. Um, experience. And um, I think Gozio can can play in that space and has the tools to do it. So we're very excited about that. Um, And then I guess to look a little further down the road, um, you know, our technology, when we originally created it, we looked at different verticals um, that were exciting to us. And um, some of those verticals, particularly, you know, say retail, for instance, um, are knocking on our door. And Mm -hmm. so we have to figure out what we want to do there exactly, how to apply it, how to not Detract from our core business and my personal passion, which is healthcare, uh, but also to allow this technology to be used and to reach a, a larger audience more quickly um, through a, a retail or convention centers or that sort of thing. So, pretty exciting stuff. Um, good problems to have, and um, yeah, I'd say that's where we are today and what our roadmap pretty much looks like.
1: So, you you kind of went through it kind of quickly in the last part there, but and that's again what I kind of saw, and I think everybody down at the incubator and the accelerator saw. Is that you're applicable to a lot of other markets, not just healthcare? I mean, I know that healthcare, for all the reasons that you've spoken about today, mm-hmm. um, is very important. It's your it's your significant and, and primary focus today. But there's a lot of other markets. I mean, retail is just you know massive. And I know Google's and the Apples are going to go after that market. They already are in some capacities. But you got a silver bullet here. That there could be a real entree for you at the right time. So I mean, that's that's very you know that retail, but. What do you have to say to that? Because that's exciting.
0: <laughs> no comment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to stay focused in healthcare, but, you know, as an entrepreneur at heart myself... There are some exciting opportunities out there. Uh, yeah. I don't want
0: to go into the details today, yeah. and I don't want to detract from exactly. what we're doing in healthcare. But But um, now there's some things we're very excited about, and uh look forward to maybe be on the show again and talking about those details. <laughs> I look forward to that, my friend.
1: But then also, one area that I, I um, was in one of your meetings um, a couple weeks ago, and you mentioned... Um, asset tracking and from yes. being in the health system now for 20 years personally i know how important that is tell me about that
0: well asset tracking is is something that um you know we've recently started thinking about we realized that with our solution uh, what we have that in a way um if i were to take a a smartphone and instead think of of that smartphone as a as a tag in in asset tracking parlance um i can using our our um analytics portal I can view exactly where that tag is and whether it's moving and watch it in real time. Well, if you imagine now, and this is the world that that, that I came out of and my CTO Kevin came out of, if you imagine that 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 smartphone doesn't have a screen and the processor is a lot smaller and it's much lower power and it doesn't have all the bells and whistles to it, that tag gets really, really small and really, really low power and actually looks a little bit more like maybe our Bluetooth beacon well, this small tag I could put on any expensive piece of equipment or a wheelchair or anything that I wanted to keep up with inside the hospital. And using our, again, our analytics portal, I can go find, show me where all the empty wheelchairs are. Show me where machines are that aren't plugged in right now. Show me, um, you know, where this particular machine is located. Maybe it's in a closet and we can't find it. That type of thing we can do. And in a way, um, we sort of get that built into our infrastructure. We already have scanned the building. We can we can get this. So as opposed to the, I think it's probably about a million dollars right now for a setup of a TLS system to do this in a, in a portion of your hospital, not even the entire thing. Mm. And yet we can come in with little to no infrastructure and give you just as as high ac- as accuracy, uh, as much accuracy, Excellent. and um, very little setup time. So I think that's another interesting thing we've just now, quite literally, um, yeah, you know, uh, last week, we began exposing <laughs> yeah. two customers as, as a possible uh, benefit to our technology. So I think that those two in conjunction, the wayfinding and the asset tracking a year from now, as I look backwards, will really be the, the two strong pillars that uh, Gozio Health, at least, is resting on.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Well, we've got about 30 seconds. You're going to go to HIMSS annual conference in Chicago in That's April, right. correct? Yeah. And, and so in 20 seconds, what are you going to do there? What are your goals and what are you going to do there? Well, it turns out that they, um, they've asked us to come speak about how uh, Bluetooth is being used in healthcare. Mm-hmm.
0: And I understand there's going to be people talking about um, different aspects and, and different ways to use it, but we are the only ones who are, are using Bluetooth low energy um, to provide indoor navigation, especially GPS like indoor navigation um, to visitors at hospitals. So they want us to come and talk about how we're using Bluetooth in that respect. And we're very excited to do
1: that. Um, very cool. Yeah, no, you're going to have a great conference. I will certainly be there. So I look forward to running into you. Fantastic, yeah. All right. Well, Joshua, great to have you as my guest today. And thank you very much. I wish you all the best and your continued success here uh, in, in Atlanta, the Southeast, and as you grow nationally. Um, I know you can be wildly successful, and I look forward to watching that occur. And also, I want to make a a special um, call out here to Business X Radio. uh, I'm here in my new studios uh, today. I truly appreciate their support. They have been just wonderful uh, to work with. So if you're in the Atlanta area, um, I certainly recommend that you check them out, Business Radio X. uh, You guys are just wonderful. So I want to say thank you very, very much. Uh, And thank you to everybody who's listening uh, and joining us today. And please tune in weekdays at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, as always, you can track me on Twitter at HIT Advisor and use the hashtag ThisJustIn so we can respond to your comments from the show. In addition, as always, my content will be posted at JustinBarnes.com. And thanks again, everybody. Have a terrific, terrific week.